Customer experience. It's what sets some of the best companies apart from the rest, yet it can often be hard to achieve. Tune in monthly as we uncover the secrets behind great customer experience. This is Experience Better, the CX Podcast. Hi, everyone. You're listening to Experience Better, the CX Podcast. I'm your host, Alfred Sawatsky, Director of Product Management at Kubra. Consumers' bill pay behaviors have changed drastically and rapidly over the past years, moving away from paper payments to electronic. And bank websites are leading the pack. In fact, 54% of consumers prefer to use their bank website to make bill payments, compared to the 14% of consumers who prefer mailed paper bills. This all according to the 2020 Kubra Billing and Payment Report. While this percentage will continue to grow, consumers also expect more improvement and innovation from their bill payment channels, including the bank bill pay. In this episode of Experience Better, we interview Manal Tukan, Senior Vice President, Bill Pay at MasterCard, to tell us about the MasterCard Bill Pay Exchange solution and the innovation and transformation it brings to the bank bill pay. Thanks for joining us today, Manal. Hi, Alfred. Thanks for inviting me to the show. So I know a MasterCard is a huge global company. Before we dive into the deeper questions, could you walk us through your department and your role at MasterCard? Sure. Um, I'm part of a group uh, within North America at MasterCard that's known as New Payment Flows. And our mission is focused on digitizing payment flows that are largely dominated by check and cash today. Um, More specifically, I'm responsible for heading up the North America bill pay team, and my team and I oversee the development and the deployment of a new bill pay solution that we launched uh, just about a year ago known as the MasterCard Bill Pay Exchange. Okay, so that sounds good. So that uh, explains what you're, uh, you know, the high level, what you're working on right now. Can you give me a bit of history? How has MasterCard Uh, been involved in bill payments over the years? Yeah, sure. Um, We've been involved in the bill pay space for over 30 years now um, with our remote payment processing service that's also known as RPPS. Um, RPPS facilitates traditional ACH payment and settlement um, that's associated with home banking today. So we're uh, connected to 100% of the banks and the credit unions in the country, either directly or indirectly through a processor, uh, and have a network of over 150,000 billers who are paid um, through home banking uh, or bank bill pay. Okay, so uh, when, when they give you this feedback when it comes to bank bill pay, what are some of the biggest pain points you hear from consumers? Yeah, well... The bill pay experience in the U.S., I think, has been and remains one of the most cumbersome and inefficient uh, day-to-day financial processes for consumers. Uh, The process is is fragmented. It's hard to navigate. uh, It lacks transparency, making it 
uh, very frustrating process, not only for consumers, but for all of the stakeholders involved in the Delta ecosystem. So that can include banks, uh, processors who power bill pay on behalf of banks, uh, merchants and billers on the receiving end who need to accurately collect and reconcile these payments um, coming from home banking, um, many of which end up as, as paper checks. And while there are over 15 billion bill payments that are made in the U.S. every year, 40% of these payments are still not digitized. Um, right, they're still offline payments, um, and majority of them are check. So, you know, while we've had home banking models for bill pay, biller direct models have risen in popularity to help address some of the shortcomings of home banking. You know, neither model really seems to meet the needs of of consumers. And you know, the research we see suggests that you know consumers are looking for that one stop shop. Uber-like uh, mobile experience to pay their bills. Um, according to a recent Mercator study that was just published on bill pay, you know, close to 50% of consumers would like to have a central place, either online or preferably in an app, to view and manage um, and pay all of their bills. And uh, many like the idea of doing this uh, in the safety and, and security of, of their banks. Yet the home banking solutions that are in, in, in the market today have really failed to deliver on consumer expectations. And there are four pain points um, uh, that we hear about that we're trying to solve for uh, with our new uh, with our new solution. So the first pain point it, from consumers that we hear a lot is that it's just hard to set up billers in home banking. Uh, it's hard to find them. You have to enter a lot of information in some cases. And anything that goes wrong, um, right, in that setup process um, will um, and can lead to paper checks being cut by the bank. So that's a, a cost to the bank um, and then a, a check that's traveling right through snail mail to get to a merchant and a biller um, who then has to incur the cost of processing that check. So that's not good for anyone. Um, the second piece is that, you know, consumers don't really see all bills in one place. It's really fragmented. Um, when you're using home banking today, you know, some merchants provide e-bills to the bank, tends to be more limited to larger companies and, and the adoption is limited. Um, and in many situations, the consumer is kind of looking at home banking. They're looking at their email to find bills. They might be still be receiving some paper bills, you know, so they've got a paper bill on their desk at the same time. So it's just very disjointed. Um, the third pain point we hear about um, that I'll, I'll, I'll speak to next is with home banking, there's only one way to pay today, um, which is out of your bank account. Um, and you can't pay by card, for example, like you might on a bill or direct site where if you need to extend your payment or if you you know, want to earn, um, you know, points of any sort. Um, payments also take several days to process, so they're not necessarily um, done in real time. And so that can be, um, that's a pain point for consumers who need to ensure that payments are made in a timely fashion. Um, home banking isn't necessarily um, the way to get that done uh, in today's world. And then lastly, um, you know, when I make my payment, if I'm, I'm using my home banking site, I don't receive any type of payment confirmation from the merchant, 
when the payment is made. So, you know, we often say, you know, we cross our fingers and pray that our payment will get there um, because there, there is a lack of transparency. And this is one of the key features that uh, consumers are asking for as it relates to, to home banking. Yeah, so those are some really uh, great points, and I'm listening to them like as a consumer myself, uh, and I'm looking forward to maybe some of what you'll talk about innovation here in a few minutes about how I can get those um, notifications from the biller or the confirmation that that payment's been received. Stakeholders, you've talked a lot about consumer pain points. Um, Billers, obviously, are a a big stakeholder in this transaction. Are there pain points for for builders that your innovations will address? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Billers also bear a a very heavy burden when it comes to uh, bills that are being paid out of home banking. Um, First, as I mentioned, uh, it's hard to find billers um, and set them up in home banking. And anything that goes wrong with that first step of of the process can lead to um, downstream impacts um, to to the biller. So, um, you know, if if, let's say I miskey my account information, right, Um, or if there were multiple instances of a biller and I picked the wrong one, what ultimately happens behind the scenes is that, um, you know, if a, a proper link isn't made, then a check ends up be, being issued by the bank. Um, and, and I alluded to this earlier. And, and this really um, is, is a check that the, the biller and the merchant ultimately have to process. And if the payment isn't remitted digital, digitally, um, reconciliation also becomes a problem because, you know, they might receive a payment that's lacking invoice or the original billing data. And that then requires manual reconciliation, which of course is costly, is costly to billers and merchants. Um, Billers are also uh, still investing um, in mailing paper bills um, and at an average cost of 60 cents a bill, uh, it's expensive. Um, So there is an opportunity to move more paper bills to e-bills. And, you know, this is an area of opportunity um, where there's been, you know, lower adoption and, and perhaps an, an opportunity to drive uh, more savings as, as paper bills are, are uh, come down. And lastly, the lack of transparency from home banking payments drives up uh, customer service costs for merchants because in many cases, if I make a payment out of my home banking site, I'm not sure if my... Um, utility company received my payment from my electric bill, you know, I end up calling the biller to, you know, find out about the status of the payment, what's happened to it. And this, it just drives up servicing costs. And we've heard these costs can range anywhere between five and $10 an inquiry. So, you know, this is an area that, you know, billers would like to, uh, to minimize uh, if they can. So uh, definitely, I know in the utility space, uh, that I'm familiar with, billers are very concerned about the number of calls into the customer care center, talking to the customer service reps and definitely want to reduce those numbers. So I am curious uh, what MasterCard is doing now to to drive innovation. So uh, as I mentioned at the start of our discussion, uh, we see great opportunity to drive innovation in the bill pay space, especially in home banking as we know it. Um, and also, you know, in situations where there are 
new emerging aggregator models um, where consumers are trying to pay all of their bills in one, one place. Um, we definitely see the opportunity uh, to add value. And what we've done is we've married the legacy bill pay solution that I mentioned earlier. Um, it's our uh, solu- bill pay solution and biller directory known as RPPS. We're marrying RPPS with real-time messaging capabilities that we acquired through Vocalink to create the bill pay exchange network or BPX as, as we know it. And bill pay exchange is a real-time messaging network and I'll uh, kind of underscore messaging here as it enables enhanced and immediate communication between consumers and billers during the bill pay process. Uh, If I can uh, create a a bit of a mental picture of the ecosystem, uh, MasterCard sits at the center of the bill pay exchange network. Uh, We're the hub, if you will, connecting participants um, on on two sides of the ecosystem here. Uh, We're using APIs to connect to partners, um, and these APIs are leveraging ISO 20022 standards. And on one side of the network, uh, where the consumers are interacting um, in, for their bill pay needs, uh, we're connecting banks, processors who power uh, bill pay on behalf of banks, um, or other fintechs that have um, bill pay solutions, and we're connecting them to our bill pay exchange. And on the other side of the network, uh, we have billers who want to get paid by these consumers. And in order to connect to the billers, we're leveraging uh, billing service providers like Cupra, who host bill pay solutions on behalf of of merchants. We're also um, partnering with content providers who may have access to to bill details, um, and also partnering with treasury banks who often support um, accounts receivable or collection solutions um, on behalf of merchants. And, you know, with this construct, right, we've we built an ecosystem um, and we're leveraging our brand and, and legacy as a network operator, as MasterCard. And, and this is not for, uh, for a credit card network, but this is really a bill pay network um, that, that, that we're now establishing. And with this interconnected system, uh, we are have there are four key elements of our value prop, given the functionality that we have, that we feel can really power up um, the solutions of our participants. So we're we're creating value that we feel is complementary to the solutions that are offered by um, the the members of the bill pay exchange, if you will. So um, there's there's four features that I'll speak to, um, and they they really do tie back to the pain points that we discussed. So the first has to do with enhancing um, the biller setup process. So we want to drive uh, a simpler setup process for the consumer. So that includes real-time validation of the biller. So um, if you recall, Alfred, we, we spoke a little bit about you know, what can go wrong because there is no real-time validation um, when a consumer selects a biller or enters their account number, et cetera, today. Mm-hmm. Well, with the real-time capabilities that we have, there will be real-time validation that's conducted that authenticates the consumer to the biller, and that really alleviates um, that downstream pain point of, of checks being inadvertently cut, right? So that's one aspect of enhanced biller setup. The other aspect to it is that we're, we're building out uh, what we're calling a smart biller capability. And 
What this means is that billers are going to be proposed to consumers, right? You know, so if, uh, if I log on to my home banking site, I might get a list of, you know, recommended billers because of information that, um, you know, the bank uh, knows about me and from information that's supplemented by the bill pay exchange such that, you know, I can select a biller as opposed to having to search my for my biller every time and manually enter my information. Would that, would that be something like zip code or town or city you're in? So, it, yeah, there's some basic, yeah, some basic um, uh, foundational elements that um, will be provided by the bank, certainly with the consent of the consumer, um, as they opt into um, opt into the bill pay service. Um, that will simplify that setup process for them. So that's one one element of, of new value. Um, the second has to do with enhanced bill presentment, um, and this is you know this is a new bill presentment channel for what we hope will be a greater number of merchants. Um, as, as it's a fairly defined uh, set of uh, billers and merchants who participate today, but merchants with the exchange will be able to either share summary bill uh, data as well as bill details. Um, we will facilitate access to bill history for consumers. Um, so if I want to see my bill from two months ago, there, we'll, have, uh, we'll facilitate access to that. And billers will have the uh, opportunity to also send reminders to consumers for bill payment through, through the data exchange, right, that bill pay exchange uh, facilitates. So uh, that's a, an opportunity to increase the likelihood of, of being paid and being paid on time. Um, the third feature has to do with payment choice. And, you know, what we are enabling is, you know, the ability for consumers to pay either, you know, not only through their bank account, but they can also pay through card or by leveraging real-time payments. Um, it's dependent on what the bank um, or the um, bill pay uh, originator chooses to offer to consumers as well as what the biller chooses to accept. So it's a, a sort of mutual agreement there. And, you know, I, I want to emphasize the fact that bill pay exchange is a multi-rail application. So it, it really enables a consistent um, consumer experience irrespective of the payment choices that are offered. Um, and that's something that um, we feel uh, many of the um, uh, participants who offer bill pay solutions are looking for. And then the last piece um, is uh, related to payment confirmation. And with Bill Pay Exchange, we will provide a real-time update to consumers once they've made their payment. They'll receive a real-time update with a biller confirmation number um, to let them know that the biller received their payment and the confirmation number is one that, you know, uh, makes that payment official, if you will. And it's the same type of confirmation number I might get if I go um, to the biller's website directly and they might make my payment there. So it really um, creates um, that sense of um, uh, security for the consumer and eliminates the, uh, the ambiguity around whether or not uh, the biller receives the payment. Well, Manal, I think I have um, a I mean, I'd, I'd love you to uh, expand on the details a little bit, but some of what you've said uh, just strikes a couple, um, resonates a bit with, I think, some the theme of this podcast. You talked about a consistent user experience. 
when you talk about uh, enhanced bill presentment, payment choice, payment co confirmation, those are a lot of topics that we've uh, covered in, in in this podcast already because you know that's the kind of thing we're, we're very interested in. So I'd love to uh, hear a little bit more. Do, can you uh, give some more um, specifics about the benefits to billers and consumers? Sure. Um, you know, I think for billers, first of all, Bill Pay Exchange offers access to a new uh, billing and payment channel, right? And it's an opportunity to reduce paper, whether it's paper bills or checks. Um, the enhanced real-time authentication that we talked about and simplified setup process can help uh, ensure fewer paper checks are received and also help ensure that remittance data is traveling with the payment to allow that automated reconciliation. I think another benefit to billers is, is, is really um, having access to an expanded set of bill presentment capabilities that allow more consumers to opt out of paper bills, and this helps drive down costs. Notifications um, can help ensure more bills are paid and paid on time. Payment choice and real-time payments, if they're enabled, uh, can reduce uh, DSOs uh, and avoid uh, costly actions that are associated with late payments. And overall, uh, the payment confirmation uh, process with the biller confirmation should really help drive the servicing costs to billers. Um, the billers that we're working with are, I would say, are very excited to have access to a solution like this to complement their other bill pay options that they're providing to consumers. And, you know, we're excited to see this um, resonate in the market. We're coming to the end of our episode, and I always like to have like a future looking type question, how you see the future or what, what your crystal ball shows. So. What do you expect as you look to the future of bill pay and the bill pay exchange? Sure, thank you. Um, well, I would say I'm very optimistic. Um, first, uh, if we think about bill pay exchange, um, we're excited about the future. Uh, we're focused on scaling the platform now. We're seeing great demand in the market and momentum across a variety of ecosystem players who see the need for change and a place where uh, BPX can help them achieve their goals. Um, second, uh, if I think about bill pay more broadly, uh, real-time payments make innovation a lot more possible now uh, as money and data can travel together. And we expect to see more around this um, as capabilities proliferate and more and more participants are able to send or receive um, payments in real time. And, you know, finally, if I think about where we are now um, in the wake of COVID, right, um, we are seeing uh, a renewed interest in digitization across the board um, from banks, from billers, from fintechs, um, minimizing paper um, in, this, uh, in this new world of ours right now is, is definitely uh, an objective uh, for many. And we're seeing a heightened sense of urgency and, in my opinion, uh, just a greater interest in, in payment modernization overall. I think players want to take action now um, probably more than ever before. And this is, uh, I would say, very, very exciting for us uh, and uh, those in the industry and uh, promising for, for bill pay. 
Well, that's uh, that's a great look into the future. I, um, I have I have to say when when I was starting to think about these uh, questions for this interview, I was thinking, well, how much can you say about bill payment? But you know, when you talk about all the pain points, and I as a consumer can definitely relate to those, and the future um, uh, vision that you have, uh, you know, with with the with the current bill pay bill pay exchange network, you know, that that is you know, exciting that uh, we're, we're simplifying things. You mentioned the word modernization and I appreciate you uh, giving us a glimpse and an introduction into uh, this bill pay exchange network. And um, I wish you well, and uh, I hope we can uh, work together with you uh, more in the future. So thanks Manal for joining us and um, yeah, wish you well. Thanks so much, Alfred. I want to thank you and the team at Kubra for your partnership and the opportunity. Uh, we, uh, we greatly appreciate it. Thank you. That's all for Experience Better, the CX podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please send us your questions and continue the conversation with us on Twitter or Facebook at KubraWay. That's K-U-B-R-A-W-A-Y, or on LinkedIn at Kubra. Experience Better, the CX podcast, is presented by Kubra. I'm your host, Alfred Sawaski. Goodbye for now. I hope you experience better. <laughs>